You know, I was thinking, when I prepare for these episodes, I really want to make sure that what I share is going to be helpful to you. So while this episode is some of the things and lessons that I've learned from the past year, I'm really going to try to talk about them in ways that might even help you. If there's anything you're dealing with that's similar, maybe something I share today might be useful in your own journey. Some of the lessons I talk about today are how to deal with setbacks over a long period of time, how to push through when you're feeling down or low, and what things I've realized and learned about energy. So grab your favorite drink and let's have a conversation. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next step so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. This has been quite the week over here for me in my camp. How's it going for you? How has your new year been going? If you've been with me these past few episodes, we've talked about reflecting on this past year. We've gotten excited for this year and wrote down our goals. And then we talked about how to push through when we hit a wall or when we face resistance when working on our goals. Well, I hit a big fat wall this week. (laughs) Oh, yes, I did. But before I tell you what happened, as this episode is also kind of an update on my back as well, let me just weave in a few things here and there to give some context. And just in case you're new and just joining me, well, first of all, thank you. I'm so happy you're here and I really appreciate you sharing some of your time with me today. And then second of all, if you're new, and actually just to remind everyone quickly about this journey of mine, because it all relates to what I've learned, trust me. I had back surgery at the end of 2021, December of 2021, and I had a spinal fusion and stenosis surgery. I have a few screws in my spine to stabilize the spine, and then the stenosis part is when the surgeon goes in the spinal canal and it kind of reopens it. He removes some bone and other things that might have been irritating or causing pressure on the spinal canal or nerve roots, all of those things. Okay, enough about that. That was a surgery. I did share my whole story. It was episode seven, and it was all about my journey of what I did before the surgery and all of that, but I'm not gonna go into that now. I just wanted to point out that my surgery was over a year ago. And after I had it done, I was hoping for this beautiful healing and all the pain would just disappear. I would finally be back to normal. That didn't happen. The pain, it's still here. As fascinating as that sounds, one year later, no change. Arguably, it could feel worse, but... We're not going to dwell on that part. This is not an episode about poor me, as I really don't think I sit in that mindset, or at least I really try not to. And yes, it's super frustrating at times. Please don't get me wrong. I do struggle, but I work on my mindset on this topic daily, for sure. It's not going to define my life, though, as I say to myself. I'll probably share the lessons that I've learned backwards here, as the first one just smacked me in the face this past week. You see, this past year, I obviously couldn't work out. 
like I usually did, of course. You know, I had surgery, and so I had a lot of time where I couldn't do anything. Then there were many months of physical therapy, first in the pool, and then very, very slow movements. Even walking felt really slow for me at first. Truly, my workouts, even before the surgery, weren't, weren't the same, for sure. I would work out, but then I'd pay a huge price in pain for the workout. So I kind of would shy away from them and do a lower impact workout or maybe not one at all. And if you know me, that isn't what I'm used to. So in December, at my one-year checkup post-surgery, my surgeon told me that, you know, everything in my back looks good, the screws are in the right place, and you know, according to his words, nothing is going to hurt the screws or the placement of, of anything in my back. So that really did make me feel better, that at least this pain wasn't from the screws being in the wrong place or something broke or anything like that. Everything was good. One of my goals for this new year, in line with my word of the year, which was action, which we talked about a few episodes ago, is to get back to my workouts. So this month, I started strength training again, using weights and doing real workouts every day. Mentally, I was so ready for this. But as I've been working out and lifting weights again, oh my gosh, I am so sore. Every single muscle in my body is sore. But here it is, going back to hitting that big fat wall. Even though I kept doing the workouts, I felt so defeated. My back hurt. I kept asking myself, oh my gosh, when is this back pain going to go away? I felt like I was starting from scratch all over again. I felt so frustrated that the things I was doing, I used to, you know, think they were easy. And I felt frustrated that I just lost so much strength. So one of the lessons I've learned and had to fall back on again and again throughout this year is that I need to give myself grace to stop expecting things of myself that cause me to feel so disappointed. It's it's actually more than patience. It's just not beating yourself up and allowing yourself the space to do things and see things differently. Wow, I know this sounds easy, but it's so much harder than it sounds. Trust me. Have you had an area in which you felt like you needed just to give yourself more grace? Have you felt like I don't know, you had this pressure coming from somewhere, like you're not as far along as you want to be, or you've tried and tried something and you just haven't stuck to it, but you keep talking to yourself with all of this negative self-talk, or you feel like you keep comparing, even if it's not to someone else, but where you've been before. I'm so guilty of that. Like saying, ah, I used to do this and it was so easy. Or how am I not able to do that yet? This kind of thing, it's so, uh, it's so negative, it's so hurtful, and it keeps us from progressing, and it keeps us from just feeling good. Can you relate? This is such an important lesson, and I know I need to keep reminding myself of this as I go along, for sure. Let's move on to number two. Here's another lesson I've learned that actually relates directly to this idea of working out. If you want to change how you feel, You need to do something really physical every day. And I am talking about breaking a sweat. And here's why I'm saying this so boldly. Let me share. Going back to this past year, think about this. I wasn't working out after the surgery. And then when I was allowed to do something, I started doing very minimal movements. 
Then I went to physical therapy, but you know, that was really slow. And over time, as I wasn't moving like I was used to, my state was changing, my physical state. I sat down more. I had pain, so obviously I didn't move as much. And for sure, I wasn't breaking a sweat. I had a lot of days where I just felt defeated and I felt down. Then I was more tired. And then the cycle, it got worse and worse and worse. So towards the end of the year, can you see it? I just had so many more days where I felt down, probably because I wasn't moving. Can you see the cycle? Oh, it is so real. Then this past December, well, actually, probably toward the end of November, you know, there were so many more things to do. We hosted Thanksgiving and then we had other things to do. We had parties, we got together with friends. So I was doing a lot more physical stuff like shopping for, you know, groceries, supplies, cleaning, arranging and organizing things and putting things away, all of that kind of thing. And I just had more things to do all the way through Christmas, like everybody does. I'm just, I'm just telling you as an example. And so while I wasn't working out and breaking a sweat, I was a lot more active. And here's what I noticed. Yes, I was in pain and I took Motrin, <laughs> but I also felt better. I felt like I had more energy or just more positive feelings. You think that's a coincidence? I don't, for sure. And one of the things that Tony Robbins teaches is that to change your life, you have to change your state. And by state, he describes it as a triangle. So one part is the physiology, moving your body. And then the other two parts of the triangle is um, one is what you focus on and the other is the language you are using and what meaning you give to that language. So the physiology part, it's real. And to add even more weight to this concept is that now, as I'm working out again, I'm feeling more positive, more energetic, and hopeful about things just in general. And I do believe it will be a powerful force for me this year. Yes, I definitely hit a wall this past week. I hit resistance, as we call it. But I knew it would come, and it's going to come again. But that's part of the journey. And as we talked about in last week's episode, all about hitting resistance when going after our goals, number 46, if you haven't heard that, I I would definitely go back and listen because it's so important. We're going to hit resistance all year long. For me, I knew it was coming. I anticipated it. I acknowledged it. I didn't like it, but I, I saw it and I kept going because I need this year to be different. I want it so bad, which is why I kept going. And as for the pain, well, yes, ibuprofen comes in handy quite often. That's okay. I'll admit it. But I pushed through. What about you? Can you think of a time where you were less active? Did you notice any changes to how you felt? Or what about the opposite? If you were more active, maybe you took up some sport that you used to love. And then how did you feel since you took, you, you started doing it? Maybe you started playing tennis or swimming or something. And it's just something you loved doing before and you haven't done it in a while and you got back into it again. Have you noticed a change in energy as a result? You know, my husband loves to play racquetball, but it's hard. It's, you need to find players that play and then places and all of that. So when we lived in Chicago, he had a great group of guys that he played with in a league and he had a great routine. They played a few times a week and he loved it. 
And then since we moved, you know, he hasn't quite found the right racquetball group until this month. He, he found one and he started playing racquetball again and he loves it. He feels good after and seems to be that it gives him energy. And I know over time, if he sticks with it, it's just going to be such a great energy infuser in his life. And as I think more about it, you're probably thinking, how could this be a lesson? Everybody knows how much exercise can do for us. It's so good for our brains, our mental health. It helps us sleep better. It helps us feel more positive and so much more, right? But here's the thing. Even if we know all the benefits of exercise or whatever it is, Sometimes, and maybe you felt this way in one way or another, we can slip into ways of not doing the things that are good for us. And then we're not doing them for a while, like my example, and we get back into it. That's when we really see and feel those benefits because there's been this gap and we're like, wow, this is really good stuff. So yes, I think you do see a lesson when you haven't done something for a while and then you start doing it again and you notice a lot of change with it, that's when it becomes really powerful. Okay, moving on to number three. Let me share one more lesson that I'm learning, which is again, not a revelation or anything new, but when you do something differently, the lesson is so much more obvious. So let me share. This is really crazy. It's about eating and knowing what you eat and how it affects our energy. And you're probably saying, duh, right? (laughs) But just hear me out on this one and stick with me. So as an eater, I'm not super regimented. I, I think I eat pretty healthy, but I enjoy some sweets, okay? Fully admit, I feel like I just know my body and know what to eat or how to eat. But having said that, with starting back to, you know, lifting weights and wanting to build muscle, I know I need more protein in my diet. I know that. So what I did is I started tracking my macros. Have you done this before? I've never done it. Isn't that funny? And just so we're on the same page, tracking macros is keeping track of the three categories of food, the protein, the carbs, and the fat. I'm sure you know that, but just in case. And the different amounts for each category vary for everybody. They vary depending on the goal you're trying to achieve or your age or activity level, all of that. So I started checking my food, everything I ate, and it got easy because I'm such a creature of habit. Every day for breakfast, I ate the same thing, cottage cheese with cinnamon and stevia with some fruit. Lately, it's a pear and my coffee with half and half, of course. So you track everything you eat, even the half and half, and then it will total the amount of grams of protein and carbs for each meal and their total calories, all of that. And guess what? It's so funny. I don't even eat enough. What? (laughs) I thought I was eating fine for my age and all of that, but I surely don't eat enough. That is so wild. And now, especially since I'm working out, I need more protein. And I'm definitely not reaching my protein goal every day. It's, It's so hard. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much more protein to eat today. And I don't do it. The carb, the carb thing, I'm good with that goal. But now I know. Then I start connecting the patterns of what I ate to my energy level. And then if I didn't eat enough, and then I'll think, oh, that's probably why I didn't have energy in when I worked out today. Or I look at what I ate and think, ah, maybe that's why I'm bloated. Or 
maybe I had a really good eating day and felt like my workout was really easy. And then I'm like, hmm, maybe that's why I had more energy because I ate a good amount of food today. All of that. Again, I know this might sound basic, but how often do we actually do this or stay consistent with it? Tracking our macros and, you know, trying to see the patterns. I know I never did it before like this, or, you know, I just figured that I had enough calories, what my body needs, and that was that. But what do you do? I'd be so curious to know. Do you track your food? Do you see patterns and then adjust? For example, if you have less energy, can you track it to how much protein you ate or maybe didn't eat or how much water you drank or didn't drink? And then do you adjust to see the difference it could make? Ah, it takes the habit tracking to a whole new level. It's not just about tracking if you drink the water, it's how much and when, or what foods you ate and when you had too many carbs and all of that. I guess I am late to the game on this one for sure, but to realize that I wasn't eating enough when I thought I was totally eating enough, that was very insightful for me. You think as you get older, oh, you know, I don't need that many calories. Yes, this is true if you don't have a lot of activity in your days and, you know, depending on your age. But if we have jobs and kids and all these activities and we're running around, even that requires a certain amount of calories. And not getting enough calories is going to slow down your metabolism. You're going to feel sluggish. You're going to feel more tired. You even might start to feel cold a lot or struggle with constipation. It's just a mess, a whole slew of bad symptoms. So here's the lesson. No matter what your goal is, try to track your food and know what your body actually needs for fuel, what food you need, how much water, and eat according to that. It greatly affects your energy, how you feel, and so much more. And it's not really about losing weight or gaining muscle. The main reason to do this is to gain knowledge, to really see and understand how food affects the way you feel. All of that, it's just so powerful. A good tool, if you don't know, uh, that you can use for this, it's a free tool called MyFitnessPal. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's got a huge database for foods. So you can search what you ate, And for example, if you eat cottage cheese, it gives you all the options, like which milk fat, small curd, large curd, all of it. So it makes it really easy to track and it checks your water, your daily activities. It breaks down your macros. It's really user-friendly. And so for me, anything that's easy like that, I'm gonna be more apt to do it. And if you already do track your food, that's so awesome. I'd love to hear how it's helped you, especially in the area of how you have felt as you've eaten for your body's needs. To wrap it up, I know that there are so many lessons that I've learned this past year, so I think we're going to end it here, but it's really good to reflect and, and see what you've learned and also just to remember the things that you are grateful for. I think that's the key is if we could focus on that, that's such a better plan. And I think also your focus and your mindset really does change and shift depending on your state, your physical state, just like Tony Robbins teaches. Oh my gosh, it's so true. And I've lived it this past year. If you're feeling fatigued or like you're in a slump or you're down or you're feeling less than energetic, I challenge you, push yourself, find the energy and take action. Take big action. Start doing things, some physical things, and get sweating. 
and also track your food and water. Figure out what your body needs. All of the things, are you giving it what it needs for energy? And throughout this process, be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace when things aren't going your way or it gets difficult. Choose the words that you say to yourself carefully. Say those nice words that you'd say to a friend. Say those to yourself. I hope you got something out of this today, sharing my journey and things that I've learned and, you know, things that have helped me along the way. I just hope something resonates. So raise your cup of coffee, tea, LaCroix, whatever you're drinking right now, and do a virtual cheers with me to a fabulous year full of opportunities to learn, grow, and improve and find success. Cheers, my friend. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.